Welcome to Critical Blues Reviews. I'm your host, Critical, and I'm just getting off a of vacation. I was in New York, Brooklyn, uh, seeing the family, saw my father, my brothers and sister. Uh, man, I had a great time out there. Got a chance to do some photo shoots, taking pictures of some beautiful models, met some cool people out there, and it was just all around fun. I enjoyed myself. As I tell my friends, it felt like I was in a Spike Lee movie, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, there was much love, and it was so fun, and I can't wait to go back and see my family again. It's been, like, forever. So that was really, really dope. I really enjoyed that. And enough about me. Enough about me. So what's the word, everyone, to all of you guys? And uh, today, we're going to be getting into... Spider-Man Far From Home Non-spoilers So I'm not gonna reveal too much I don't think Spider-Man came out just yet um, Far From Home Far From Home So I'm not gonna say too much about it But just to give you a log line uh, It's about a young man who goes on a vacation A young hero who goes on a vacation to Europe After the events of the Avengers Endgame Where he's met by new friends and new enemies the director of this film, you have John Watts. He directed Cop Car and Spider-Man Homecoming. And you have the writers of this film, Chris McKenna and also Eric Summers. Uh, they both directed Spider-Man Homecoming and also Ant-Man and the Wasp. And you have uh, Eric Summers. He also directed uh, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Now, the characters of this film, you have Peter Parker slash Spider-Man, played by Tom Holland. You've seen him in Lost City of Z and Edge of Winter. You have MJ, played by Zendaya. You've seen her in the TV show that actually is out now. I believe it's on Netflix called Euphoria. I'm going to check that out. It looks kind of interesting. And KC Undercover. You have Mysterio, played by Jake Gyllenhaal, who you've seen in that weird movie Nightcrawler, and also Jarhead. And you have Ned Leeds, played by Jacob Batalon. Batalon. <laughs> it came out weird. Jacob Batalon. And you've seen him in Bloodfest and North Woods. And last, you have Nick Fury, played by Samuel Jackson. You've seen him in Pulp Fiction and Glass. Now, the story really explains and catches everyone up after the Avengers Endgame. I like the story and the characters um, and, like, the, you know, what they had to offer and just uh, how the characters interacted with each other, the, the kids or the teenagers how they all interacted. I thought that was cool. Um, it had a light tone majority of the time. The action was good. The subplot was cool. I mean, the subplot is like the last plot of the story. And it's like about, you know, MJ and, you know, Peter Parker. Peter Parker is trying to do whatever he can. You're not really not even do whatever he can. He's just being shy. He's being shy and he's not trying to holler at MJ and, you better hurry up and holler at her before somebody gets to her. You know, type of thing. You know what I mean? So that, you know, because really, you didn't really get that in the trailer. It kind of made you feel like everything was okay. But in this one, it kind of, you know, that's kind of like the subplot is like, all right. You know, like the super, super subplot. I mean, like that's like like, like sales of the subplot. You know what I mean? I wouldn't give y'all none of the plot. So I'm just going to give y'all that. You know what I mean? Just the simple fact that. He has, a, he has a crush on, you know, MJ, and he's not stepping to her. Because as we recall, uh, 
he didn't really step to her in the first one. He was just shy. So in this one, you know, it like that boat is leaving. And I, you know, and I, I can relate to that because I, for one, have never gone out gone out on a date with any of my crushes you know what i mean like any girl that i had a crush on like i either didn't holler at them or i just got dissed you know what i mean every girl i got crushed on i I can't think of one right now it might be one that i might you know you know that i had a crush on but for the most part you know either i didn't holler i got dissed you know what i mean Yeah, and shout out to all the people out there that got a chance to holler at their crushes, you know what I mean? I mean, I feel like it's rare. I don't think a lot of people did get a chance to do it, and I feel like if you did do it, you know what I mean? Congratulations to you. I mean, even L Cool J, man, he couldn't even holler at his own crush, remember? You know, hey, lover, it's just as more than a crush, you know? He's going to keep all his feelings inside until the right time, you know what I mean? So, hey, you know, it's just like that. It'd be like that sometimes. So, anyway, as we travel on, I definitely want to give you some information on the one of the characters that, uh, that I guess, turned everybody or turned the Spider-Man, Spider-Man universe or Spider-Man cinema upside down, which is uh, Mysterio. I mean, Mysterio in this film... Is a you know is a different character from the Mysterio in the comic books. So I felt like you know definitely I want to give some information on the comic book version of Mysterio, so you can have an idea of what to expect or what to not expect when you go see the film. So who is Mysterio? So Mysterio goes by the name of Quentin Beck, and he started off as an unsuccessful actor, but was nice at like special effects, you know what I mean? So he was a special effects artist. And Quentin went down the wrong path when he figured out he sucked at acting. His first act of crime that was nearly successful was framing Spider-Man of robbing a museum. After getting the public to turn against Spider-Man, Quentin finessed everyone by making them believe he was actually a hero. Eventually, Spider-Man resolved the crime and cleared his name. So Mysterio, he appeared in, first appeared in Amazing Spider-Man number 13 in 1964. And Mysterio is a master of hypnosis, magic, low-level chemistry, and a robotness. His helmet is a one-way mirror. You can see in, but, you know, no, actually you can't see in, but you, he can see out of it. His helmet is also designed with air supply so he can't get high off his own supply when he's releasing gas or his toxin. Um, it was also it also has sonar to navigate him in the mist cloak and a holographic projector projector to create 3D illusions. So yeah, you know, so that's that's the comic book version of Mysterio, which is a lot different from the movie version of Mysterio and I you know as now what do I feel without giving anything away about the movie version of Mysterio I I uh I like I like the character I did like the character um it it was a cool character I don't want to get too into it uh too deep into it but it was a cool character fun character and yeah I, I don't know I don't know how I would rate him with the other well I guess there's only been one 
Spider-Man character in this universe, or you know, uh, we no, yeah, yeah, because I mean, you only had Vulture, who was a, a villain in the first one. But I'm trying to think who else was in Spider-Man that just had abilities. Uh, Iron Man and Nick Fury, that's it. So I can't really compare uh, Mysterio to anybody yet. I have to watch it again. But um, I'm going to go back and I'm going to try to find some Easter eggs when I see it again. And what would I compare this movie to? I would compare this movie to If Looks Can Kill and Iron Man 3. And I'm not going to get into If Looks Can Kill and Iron Man 3 until after you guys see the movie. And then I'm going to do a spoiler review. And then I'll talk more in depth about it. And the score I give this film, I give this film eight and a half drones. That's right, eight and a half drones. So you don't know what I'm talking about. And you're like, what the hell does that have to do with Spider-Man? What the hell does that have to do with Mysterio? What the hell does that have to do with Nick Fury? You just got to watch it and see. And it's worth it. I enjoyed it. I think you'll enjoy it, you know? Um, would I say this is the best Spider-Man out of all the Spider-Man movies? Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. I'm gonna say it again to make sure, but I'm leaning toward yeah. Um, I I I am also looking at uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man as well. So, I mean, but as for live action, I'll say live action Spider-Man. Yeah. 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 So anyway, that is my review on Spider-Man Far From Home. And uh, hey, don't forget to make me last by giving listener support to the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for having my back like an East Pack for those who like to go way back. You know what I mean? So I appreciate that. All right. So y'all take care. And I am out.